Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're spending this week finding the good in regret. You may recall Monday we introduced Daniel H. Pink's theory on the four types of regret, which he presented after having not only delved into 50 years of social science on regret, but also having invited people worldwide to submit their regrets as part of his study. 16,000 submissions from 105 countries in total. Each and every one of them fits into one of four categories. Tuesday, we looked at foundational regrets. Yesterday, we explored regrets and boldness. And today, it's moral regret. Like Catherine Scholes, author of Being Wrong, Adventures in the Margin of Error, presents in her TED Talk, our decisions sometimes have irrevocable and terrible consequences for our own or other people's health or happiness or livelihoods. Those kinds of regrets are incredibly piercing and enduring. We live in a world where we can undo, unfriend, unfollow, and then there are aspects of our past we desperately want to change, and yet we cannot. Morality varies widely from one person to the next. While there are some crimes many would deem unforgivable, there are also behaviors people punish themselves for which other people would celebrate. Moral regret is the first of the four types of regret, which is based in action rather than inaction. It is the regret of having done something which is not in alignment with our morals. Here's the first thing we want to ask ourselves in this situation. Do I feel shame because this is a moral I hold personally? Or is this shame the result of someone wielding their morals against me? Exactly. Oftentimes we find ourselves subjected to other people's definitions of right and wrong. But our values, what's important to us, is incredibly personal. If we find ourselves regretting something we did because someone else would think poorly of us, we might instead discover that we value that person's role in our lives, not necessarily their morals. We might experience moral regret because we want to behave in a way that allows our connection to remain. What we can learn from moral regret of this type is that we need connection. In order to be truly connected, we also have to remain vulnerable. Vulnerability and honesty are synonyms. We have to be honest both with ourselves and the people we love about our moral compass, what values we share and what we might not. From here, concessions can be made, boundaries can be set, but inflicting punishment is never the answer. Autonomy, especially when it comes to our morality, is inextricable from the human experience. In situations where we regret having behaved in a way that doesn't align with our own assigned morals, the lesson is simple. We see the negative impact in our decisions, even if it's only emotional. And in the future, we decide to behave differently. Allowing ourselves opportunities to behave in the way we wish we had is the only way to remedy having behaved in the way we wish we hadn't. And the shared human need here is that we all have a moral compass, though vastly different from one person to the next. We all have an idea of what we believe is right or wrong for ourselves. And we have an innate desire to represent that in our lives. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week discussing the good and regret. 
Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.